What is up? Welcome into the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. I am your host, Alan Bell, and we are coming off a phenomenal, phenomenal Monday Night Football game last night. We had a ton of fun. Take a look at the recap there. Allie coming through Major League Baseball. Our man, Zach, coming through last night. I mean, we had winners all over the board. Now, we have a problem, though, because no one in the chat hit their bet, left their Twitter handle, and followed Sportsline. So we can't change a life today. All right. We can't change a life and we wanted to. So unfortunately we're not going to be able to do that, but I tell you what, if we can hit a certain number of likes and I'll talk to the jeweler here right live during this show, maybe we can give away one. Maybe we'll see. All right, let's bring in our experts. Let's bring in our guys. Let's uh, I want to talk about this games today that we have. Look how beautiful they are. Zach, look at sharp. Nice plays last night, buddy. Good morning, guys. I was glad to be on the star players there with the Packers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, I'm just glad that they didn't fall to 0-2. It, it looked like there was going to be a competitive game. And then post-halftime, he said, let's stop the Aaron Jones fun. Let's start throwing that ball. Devontae Adams was hitting uh, Randall Cobb, spreading the ball around Tanya a little bit. And, of course, they pulled away and got the cover. That was a really nice win for them. They needed to get that. And I was worried that Detroit was going to pull right at the end and do it again, make that backdoor cover. That had been two weeks in a row. M squared. I was watching your Twitter last night. It was almost comical how MVS was targeted, targeted, targeted wide open, and they just couldn't hook up. Yeah, definitely having nightmares of uh, MVS streaking down the field with, you know, pretty big separation. You would expect a quarterback like Rogers to hit him, but you know, it happens. It's part of the game. Obviously cost me quite a bit last night, but we're ready to go today. Let's do it. Yeah, we're ready to go. Now the jeweler just said, if we hit a hundred likes, we'll give away a year long subscription to Sportsline. So make sure hit that like button right now. Let's get to a hundred. We want to definitely give at least one away. We're here. Why not? Let's do it. But going to have to hit that hundred. Now let's jump into storylines that affect the betting lines for today, for this week. And look, gentlemen, I'll go ahead and go first. We talked about this yesterday. All right. Total correlations in regards to NFL divisional games and jeweler. If we could pull that graphic up, it's a little easier to show than it is to explain. Okay. So take a look here. And we talked about this right before the game last night, we have had eight games so far this season that featured two you know, teams in the same division. When the road team covers, the under is three and zero. When the home team covers, the over is four and one. And it played out again last night with Green Bay. So I'm not saying that this is going to be, you know, 95%, 90% all season long. However, it's working right now. And we're starting to get in with more divisional games this coming week. Take a look at this. If you can, you know, kind of identify where you think, the spread, which team is going to cover, you have some nice correlating bets. And that's exactly why I went with the over last night and the Packers and the Packers team total. And it played out. It worked out. So just keep an eye on that. Now, the interesting part is that usually divisional games are the most yeah, competitive, right? We're looking at right now through these eight games, a point differential of about 14 and a half points in these games. Now, M squared, I'm going to throw it to you when talking about spreads for this week, week three in the NFL. We've got some large ones coming as well, correct? 
We've got several large ones and two that could potentially move into that category as well. We've got six spreads that have a difference of seven and a half or greater, which is a considerable number. The Kansas City game opened at seven, sitting at six and a half. That one's a candidate that could be number seven. And then, of course, you got the Titans minus five at home right now against the Colts with Carson Wentz status completely up in the air. If he's ruled out, I would not be at all surprised if that betting market moved that one to seven as well. We could be looking at eight games with at least down difference in the spread. You know, you bring up that Colts Titans game. Uh, I've got a pick on that today, actually, uh, at least one play from it. I 1000% I, I agree. Me and you live about nine minutes down the road from each other, right? And the stadium's like kind of right in the middle. So that game is going to be interesting. So keep an eye on the Colts injury report this week, Carson Wentz and others. But yes, you're exactly right. Some large spreads that are out there. All right, let's get to picks for today. So for our site play, we are going to go with, we're going to go back to our guy, Marty G, Martin Green coming through Bologna versus Genoa jeweler. I hope I said that correctly. We've got a game today at 1230 PM Eastern, and we're going to go with both teams to score at minus one thirty one unit. All right. And Martin Green says Bologna has made a stronger start to the current campaign. It's already four points ahead of Genoa on the Serie A table. Bologna will be on low confidence after conceding six against Inter at the weekend. So. We don't have to have one winner or the other, one side or the other. We just need both teams to score minus 130. All right. I see that we're getting there on likes. Continue to hit those. We're at 79 right now. We need 21 more. And remember from the live show last night, if you were involved with us on that, the karma that came with that, right? We, we had people hitting likes that already had subscriptions to Sportsline. And look what happened. We crushed bets. Right. That was literally your karma coming through with that. So let's do it again. Let's make sure we get to 100. Let's change a life. All right. So let's go to picks for today. Let's go to our guys here. All right. M squared. You got some tennis for us. We'll let you go first. I know the drill, son. Yes. Uh, no, over. <laughs> I'm going to be taking the Andy Murray and Ugo Umbert. Over two and a half sets coming back at plus 140. Now, if you don't have set betting, some of you don't, then the next best play in this is going to be the over 23 and a half games. That one's going to come back at even money. But I strongly prefer the over two and a half sets at the plus 140 payout. It is a little more of a risky play. Obviously, the odds imply about 41.7%. I have this closer to 49% in my simulations. So the question here is Andy Murray at this point in his career, it's all his level drastically depends on how he feels when he wake up, wakes up in the morning. He's had those hip problems. He's had the mobility problems. His form was great at the U S open pushed Sitsipas to a five setter. And then earlier last week, he ended up losing uh, in a, three set match to a challenger level player. So it really depends on how he feels in the morning when he wakes up. And then on the other side, Umbert here, this is a home court match for him in his hometown of Metz, France. I think this is a great spot for a really competitive match. However, if you know anything about him, what he struggles with is he's far too aggressive many times and he just simply refuses to take velocity off the ball. That leads to some unforced errors. I think he's a little jacked up and has a few errors in this match. I think it's going to end up being very competitive. The hard court indoor really suits both players very well. I think we're looking at a match that goes the distance, and I love the payout here at plus 140. I love it. What I also love is having M squared and Zach attack on this show because one, you guys are fantastic, and two, we knew that we had hit these 100 likes, right? And I feel that it's because of you two right here. So at Forte Sensei, congratulations. Welcome to the Sportsline team. You've just won a year-long subscription to Sportsline. If we hit 200, maybe we'll give away a few more, right? 
hit it. Let's go. But yeah, at Forte Sensei, congratulations. Welcome to the team. Zach Attack, what you got today, buddy? I'm going to go to Thursday night football, the Carolina Panthers and Houston Texans. Here's a combination I never thought I would say, A.B. Uh, Sam Darnold in a seven and a half point spread. Just can't believe I'm saying that, but I'm going to buy the hook today. You can get it at Caesar Sportsbook for minus 125. So minus seven points spread, minus 125. And here's the thing with the Carolina Panthers. This is just an easy schedule to start the year. I don't think you overthink it. Sometimes the NFL, you start to think, you start to think, and you you just get too attracted uh, into a game. But I'm not going to overthink this one. Carolina Panthers week one. They faced a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold's former team in the Jets. That was a great matchup week two. The divisional matchup is what would help them against the Saints. They know Sean Payton's schemes and Jameis Winston just looked horrible. So the defense have shut down both those teams for three quarters. Now they're going to face Davis Mills, a rookie quarterback from Stanford. He'll prepare it on a short week for the Houston, Tech. it's Houston Texans. I think they're going to take advantage of him. Kind of reminds me of when the Browns had to use a backup quarterback from Stanford and Kevin Hogan about five, six years ago. Didn't go well for him. And then here's a stat sealer for me. The Houston Texans, when they've started a backup quarterback, have lost nine of their last 10 games by an average of 17 points. Only one of those games by, was by seven points or less, and that was six. So I think this is going to be a true blowout. Take the road team here with the Carolina Panthers. Nine of their last 10. That's brutal. I, and I, I love this pick on multiple ways. First, I think the Houston Texans have actually played pretty well in weeks one and week two, and they're going to come back down to reality. I think Thursday night is an excellent time to do it. And you're right. Like counting on Sam Donald seems crazy, but this Panthers team is good. Like they're good on offense. They're even better on defense. Like Matt rule, the guys, man, they have a heck of a team. I love that play. All right. I'm going to stick at the NFL as well. Uh, we talked about the Colts at the Titans game coming up this Sunday and M squared uh, broke down exactly what you need to pay attention to in terms of the Colts injury front battle Carson Wentz, which he somehow uh, sprained both ankles. I've really never seen that before, but they also have some injuries on the offensive line. Uh, so pay attention. But what I'm going to go with are the Titans team total over 26 and a half. And here's why. So we saw what the Titans did in Seattle last week. And yeah, a lot of it came late in the fourth quarter. I'm not really counting on that. And a lot of it was Derrick Henry. What I am counting on is that Mike Vrabel historically, when he bounces back, he bounces back hard and they do it two weeks in a row. And this Titans offense hasn't even gotten started yet. We haven't seen anything out of Ryan Tannehill. We've barely seen anything out of Julio Jones. We haven't seen anything out of AJ Brown. I think that this is a perfect time at home with the home crowd for this Titans offense to explode and to show the offense that they were last year. So if you're looking at team total over 26 and a half, I love that play. I'm going to roll with that. So, Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's get to work here. Jeweler, whoa, look how beautiful that is. All right, we got our boy M squared on Murray Humbert over two and a half sets at plus 140. I'm on the Titans team total over 26 and a half. Zach attack on the Panthers minus seven, buying it to the minus 125. Side play from our man, Marty G, Bologna, Genoa, both teams to score minus 145. And the Jewelers gym plus 258. All right, so we're going to roll with Bologna, Genoa, both teams to score. And we're going La Liga, Levante, Celta Vigo, both teams to score as well. That pays out plus 258. AB, so. AB, I'm sorry. I have to jump in real quick. That's yeah. actually only 203. I forgot to update it from earlier. I was <laughs> I was going for something a little juicy earlier today, but uh, I took it down. So All right, well, plus 203, the jewelers. Okay, plus, plus 203. All right, that's good. Second, I'm a little upset because I felt that I nailed that La Liga 
pronunciation correctly, but I mean, you know what? It's always good to hear the jeweler's voice, especially when you just come in from the top. I really like it. All right. We've got all that plus 203. You've got the scoreboard. You've got what you need. <sighs> nope, I can't do it. There's no way I could be coach. I'm not going to do it. What I am going to do is say, look, he wants to take these straight to the pay window, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Cannot thank you enough for tuning into the early edge. Thank you for being part of the crew. Man, and let's cash some tickets today. Thank you so much. Have a great day.